0: Keep, 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 ma, ma, ma. It is the cult film Showdown returning to Masters of Horror. Uh, we've been doing this uh, maxi series of uh, episodes on the 2005 to 2007 TV series Masters of Horror, uh, which was a TV mature audiences show that ran uh, uh, twenty two episode, uh, 24 episodes in total. 26? Something like that. 26. Uh I am Jim Cotta, uh, one of the regular cast of the Cult Film Showdown. I am joined by my co-star Nick Boxer.
1: Greeting? No, I don't do that on this one. I, I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and special guest
0: villain, Jack Hall.
2: Hey yo, ka ka ka! I'll be your smartass this episode. <laughs> well you're half right my role that will be my role uh a a very interesting episode i think uh you know um a returning horror well a returning director icon i guess you would say a horror is man definitely got roots so uh you know we'll uh i'll be curious to see what you guys think of this episode
0: so who are our masters this time
2: well, uh, as I mentioned, a very famous director, uh, John Landis, of course, he did uh, Innocent Blood and uh, American Werewolf in London, both of which have a lot of comedy, but are good horrors as well. And, uh, you know, also well known for like, coming to America and trading places and a lot of other com- com- comedy hits. So, I mean, there's always comedy, it seems, you know, kind of wound wound into his uh his work, but uh, one of the most um, successful and famous directors probably the last 30 years, 40 years, I would say, 40. Um, now, yeah. yeah, yeah, I forget how old they are. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very, uh, very successful. man. the, the other guy, his uh, name Brent Hanley, uh, wrote the film, um, excellent, excellent horror film, Frailty, which starred Bill Paxton. Oh, wow, yeah. And uh, that was a, a spectacular film. Uh, he hasn't done a lot of other work. Um, he is currently adapting the the Bottoms novel, which may be J.O.R. Lansdale, uh, who people will remember from our first episode, An Incident on and Off a Mountain Road. That was an adaptation of, of a short story of his. The Bottoms may be Lansdale's best novel. And it's in it's in production right now, and hopefully we'll see it because uh, I think that'll be excellent. And I think Hanley will, based on frailty, will do an excellent job with it. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's who our masters are this episode.
1: Okay, mention George Wendt because I mean he stars in one of my favorite low budget uh, directed d v horrors of all time, Stuart Gordon's uh, King of Ants. King of heads. I have not, not seen I'm, this. I have not. Uh, I this, um, it's I a horror. hard to find movie, but I love the thing. It is just so out there. Um, yeah, no, I just like the movie so much. So
2: uh, when I think of him, I think in horror. I mean, I go to House, obviously, oh, okay. which is again another comedy in many ways, more than a scary film. But uh, yeah, his role is. the He was the neighbor there, but not as creepy. (laughs) Just the neighbor. He was the friendly neighbor there, not the creepy neighbor like he is in this one.
1: I didn't think he was creepy at all in this. What? (laughs) No! Well,
0: well, tell us about George went not
1: being creepy then, Nick. All righty. Uh, In this episode of Masters of Horror, uh, we we are introduced to... uh, a character played by George Wendt. He's just a nice guy living in a, in a suburban, uh, neighborhood family, man, if you know what I mean. Sure. You know, he's keeping his family, uh, close by him in his basement, uh, you know, without skin and stuff. Then occasionally he'll go out for a drive and pick a new family member and bring him back to his house and just keep them. When, uh, A friendly uh, couple move in next door or across the street, I think. Neighbors anyway. He develops a little bit of a fascination uh, with uh, the woman. And, uh, yeah, he sort of uh, targets her to become his new wife and replace the one he has in his house. And, uh, boy, does he get a surprise when uh, there's a little bit of a twist.
0: It is always yeah. tu- it's always tough when you meet uh, you meet the girl of your dreams and you haven't uh, divorced your first wife yet.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't
1: particularly if I you have to share me. a home at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he he's a perfectly nice man.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? He's perfectly nice when he brings her over for dinner. When her husband disappears, when he brings her over to dinner. He's very controlling and mean. And but he uh, cooked. Okay. How <laughs> uh, that
0: that means she owes him.
2: <laughs> but he was quite inappropriate. She was not there for a romantic uh, interlude and he hey, was We're talking uh, on the uh, masters of Turner. horror
1: scale here.
2: You know, I, he would he would uh how about how about how he would um creep around and and spy in their windows and spy on them from across the street behind, you know, garbage cans and stuff like that. Like he would, you know, <laughs> He was—he was a peeping tom type behavior as well.
0: He might be the least stealthy
2: um, <laughs> stalker <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> Five go, goes around and George went Isn't is your idea? Of <laughs> thought, of well,
0: I mean the 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 one advantage that guys that. Uh, that's somewhat of the the build of a George Wett has is that uh, no one pays t- is that uh, you know, they're not paid attention to a lot, so they can they can go a lot of places without anyone ever noticing them. Um,
2: yeah, that is probably his advantage. Is he looks so? Hell- I mean, when he when he takes his victims, it's because he's so harmless looking that they mm-hmm. they uh, fall for his shtick, and then he kills them. And he doesn't follow a lot of
1: people in his car who are on foot. <laughs> in this movie though that is always a tricky
2: one, yeah <laughs> now, without giving away too much i, I did have one major question mm-hmm. so we see kind of early um the wife uh what was her name again um celia Celia Celia, played by Meredith Monroe um, Celia is and and her husband david, uh played by Matt Keesler. Um go over for dinner because they feel bad- or have him over for dinner uh because they feel bad that drunkenly they ran into his uh i guess cement what was it not it
0: was a brick mailbox
2: yeah yeah brick mailbox where yeah he happened to have a body buried inside there <laughs> and that's they didn't apparently didn't see it, and so he he fixed it, but they felt bad, so they have him over for dinner, and during dinner um celia all of a sudden out of nowhere says the lewdest most like porns aren't this lewd like the thing that she says <laughs> to him like i want your big hog in my mouth and then goes gets more graphic from there um and and you and you see him go what and then and then she goes i said i was saying how happy we are that you've come over or whatever and you're like oh he's having a break for some reality. It turns out that those, again, I don't want to give away too much, but it turns out that maybe he wasn't having a break from reality and he was being played to a degree. And later on, he's driving around and he's looking for a victim and they're doing the same thing to him, which makes me wonder which ones were real and which ones weren't. <laughs> because, I like when he think looks at a girl, any- she goes, "I, my mother doesn't love me I'll be much happier with you when he's like looking for a new daughter you know um, <laughs> yeah so the, what
1: I don't think there was any question whether he was having breaks with her, real, reality yes
2: so was she playing him when she said that or was just by coincidence luckily they also they, she they knew he was having breaks from reality and they just played into it like they just made a guess. I think he might be having breaks from reality and uh, thinking in his head things like it, it, it's a little bit of a. I'm not. I don't want to call it a plot hole, but it just left me wondering.
1: I think uh, his fixation on uh, her is secondary to their plan. They all they needed was him to come over to their house. I, I'm gonna go with. Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with Nick that. That it's all that all of those scenes are in his head.
2: Um, all
0: of those scenes are in his head. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think like, as Nick said, like it's it's clear many times that the scene that those things are happening in his head. So to have one thing be done that way, I I think he's nuts, but I think he would know the difference still.
2: Okay. Well he is nuts clearly I mean he's you know um but he knows what he's doing is wrong otherwise he wouldn't bother hiding it right
0: Yeah so. I mean he's uh he's taken some steps he, I there's some really interesting subtle things in uh in like the steps he takes they don't that uh you know a lesser director would have called attention to them and it's like it's nice little color to it like his house has keyed locks on both sides um, mm-hmm. Which is
2: got a good view of his house in that opening shot there.
0: Yeah, like you see quite a lot of the house. It's it looks like a it looks like a family home. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I nice
2: frame in, picture of uh of a uh, uh, Dick Cheney.
0: I love that. That was a, again a nice <laughs> little subtle,
2: <laughs> <a> subtle little. <laughs> that's thing, a right? very
0: Landis kind of kind of thing to <laughs> to slide in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. But yeah, that bit because it comes up a couple of times. You like in a normal home, you don't keep both sides locked the lock for, for like very simple reasons. Like you only need to lock the door when you're inside, uh, mm-hmm. and then you use a key from the outside. But you do that if you don't want someone to get out of the house, uh-huh. um, which I thought was like I thought it, like I wasn't sure what it meant the first time that he did it, because um, I can see if you had someone that had say dementia or something like that that might wander, like there'd be a reason to do that. But there's no there's no real practical reason to do it. <laughs> Except to keep someone inside. <laughs>
2: so the t- twist, which I mean <clears throat> I I think we all saw that there was a twist coming. It wasn't quite the twist I expected. Um did you guys what do you guys think of the twist without again i spoil. thought it was really well, obvious actually we, we we um it wasn't the twist i was expecting i thought i thought there was gonna be a twist going in a different direction but the thing is uh we're hoping everybody is watching along watches ahead with us but we don't want to spoil it for you that you haven't seen it you know so it's, it's difficult to to discuss the twist but what what did you think then
0: uh uh i didn't see it coming um I think that my I really really like this episode Um, and you know just going on the George Wentz one of those guys you forget is a really good actor like he's so well known for for cheers that you forget that he's like you know a very uh, that he's a craftsman and uh, and uh, I think my one criticism of this ties into the is part of like where things go at the end is I don't think everything in the story makes sense given that ending. Uh, I think actions that people take and things that the audience watches don't hold with that ending. Um, hmm. And uh, like th- the behavior of people early on, the behavior of people when no one else is around. Um, like it, yeah. I, Nick has, I Nick has exactly. alluded that there's something going on with the couple and it, the couple doesn't, hint at any of that even when no one else is there
2: yeah i'll just say that without again giving away too much the whole thing about uh when they ran over the the mailbox Mm -hmm. because they were drunk uh they were talking about how they were drunk in the car to each other and yet (laughs) later revealed they did it on purpose and weren't drunk at all and I'm like, that makes no sense. Reminds <laughs> cool. me of watching the eighteen movie when uh when uh Hannibal and Mr. T or not or, or Hannibal and, and uh BA they're like in the in the truck talking to each other and like they never met each other and then there's nobody else around, then <laughs> it's like oh they're still part of the same team and I'm like, <laughs> and <guy> was like <laughs> Yeah, <it's, laughs> it takes me it's, right uh, out of
0: it. Really like yeah, very. Uh, maybe their method, and they're just always in those characters.
2: Um, yeah. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's Daniel
1: Day so Lewis over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you have a very good point there, but what gave it away for me was they telegraphed it so early in this with the, the don't go in the basement um, comment oh. the first time he comes over to the house. Oh, interesting.
2: Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, but when they finally attack him, They do it in his house, not in their house. And I I suspect that that's his basement we'd see at the end, not their basement, because otherwise they would have had to drag a body across the street and could have easily been seen. So that all takes place in his house. I agree with... I I don't think that that. I actually
0: agree with both of you, um, that it doesn't make sense that they moved them, but I do agree with Nick that it is their house. Really? Uh, Yeah, which is weird. (laughs) I... I think you're both right that it's that it doesn't make sense to move
2: them, but they did. In other did. words, it's just another thing that you could pick apart. Of. You, you, this is an episode. Don't pick it apart. Just enjoy the performances yeah. and the direction. You know? Because it, it, it clearly, as we start to talk about it, we <laughs> pick apart little things and go, you know, I don't know. That doesn't make a lot of sense. But it doesn't matter because the enjoyable part is watching George Went the uh well uh, yeah. a, a a friendly creep
0: yeah i mean, it, really the just everything george Wendt does in this uh in this and in this episode is really great he's uh it's really a like a showpiece for him um he's got more screen time than anyone and most of it, and most of that alone um uh, so he has to convey a lot with uh, with looks and what he's thinking and um conversations he has with non-existent people uh i do have a question about uh because he has he has uh Uh some interest in the neighbor woman um and uh they they show you pretty early on in the episode that he uh kills people turns them into skeletons and then puts the skeletons in uh, the family room um that's like the first five minutes uh (laughs) so He's checking out this girl. He's having the he's having the inappropriate thoughts at dinner about her. Uh, his wife's arguing with him that he's attracted to her. He's like, no, no, no. What would I have to see in that thirty-year-old blonde woman from next door?
2: His wife, um, is a skeleton. We his, wife, that. his wife's literally. All yes. of his family are skeletons. In case you haven't figured that out, yeah, yet. just figured But he um, hears them talk and he sees them as real people. So yeah,
0: so they yeah they talk to him and they surprise him by talking, which is like I thought that part was
2: interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, he has he has arguments and stuff with them.
0: Yeah, like his wife calls from the house at one point. Um, so like he's yeah, there's a his level of um absorption in the is in his his fantasy is pretty deep that they can surprise him. Um so he's checking his way just very attractive. Um he's uh he's got his sights on uh on, on having her be his second wife. Um
1: is he attracted to her skeleton? <laughs> because uh, <laughs> the guy has a rich interior life, and you're all over him. Just judgmental. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't have enough hobbies to engage me the way he does. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I think, <laughs> but it's. I mean, if he's if he's fantasizing, he can have them look like anything. So he could just have the skeleton he's got look like her but um (laughs) it's like it's just the odd sexualization of that process when he's going to immediately remove all of her flesh um (laughs) that just struck me as so that it's not a flaw with the story it's just so super weird uh yeah
2: it's like i said don't take <laughs> apart the story. I, I
0: don't think it's a negative. I don't think it's a negative. It's it's part of the the you know the it's just part of that fantasy world that he's created. That like he still has to connect the image he's seeing with like the person they were, um, which is a really like fascinating extra level, uh considering what he does
2: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, I think we all enjoyed the episode mm-hmm. right yeah yep
0: yeah yeah i thought it was a good uh slow burn story um there was like like i was saying about the uh you know the dick cheney picture there's a lot of those little landis is great at at uh set decoration uh bits of just sneaking things in that are and again not calling attention to them uh like uh George Wentz uh wife is uh she's reading the weekly world news every time that he's talking to her. Uh the uh late I lamented news it's the, the supermarket tabloid that uh that was full on on the things that people say National Enquirer did. Uh you know, space aliens meet with each presidential candidate before the elections and <laughs> have an endorsement uh <laughs> elvis is alive uh every uh six months uh that kind of thing it's been out of publication for a long time but it, i thought it was a really nice nod it's
1: web only now isn't
0: it uh they, they mostly social media yeah they have like uh they have yeah they have like an onion style website um uh, and then i mean really they sell it they really push it on the strength of the headlines alone the headlines and then the graphic uh their facebook group is great or facebook page is great um i was a big fan of the of the paper when it was out not a big enough one to keep it going obviously but
2: um <laughs> the fault, yes it is your fault alone
0: yeah i i like to uh i i just like to apologize <laughs> things for eh, for things that couldn't possibly be my fault um it really really builds up the number of times that people say no no that couldn't that wasn't you uh before a eh, uh, I I will I do want to give uh some uh some kudos to something that happens in this episode that um, for reasons of simplicity doesn't happen in most horror um bones don't stay together as a skeleton <laughs> and it's something. It's one of those things that people just accept happens in in horror movies all the time. Because, like, what else do you do? Um, <laughs> that once you remove all of the flesh and tendons and muscle, skeleton. It's a skeleton is just a
1: pile of bones. Um, but he he invented a preserve preservative of some sort as well.
2: He yeah, did. Didn't that attack the bones? I think he probably knows that, and he was quite detail oriented to say the least. And I think he probably would have uh, assumed that and uh, found a way no. to keep those bones together.
0: What I'm saying is in the story, he does. You watch him do it. He ra- he has this elaborate wi- like wiring thing to hold all the skeletons together.
2: Oh, I didn't um, even notice that.
0: Yeah, Sorry. so so he actually fixes the thing that most horror movies just skip. Just uh, skip for ease. Yeah, it's, Yeah. Yeah. He bleaches the bones. They they show him do that, which is how he preserves them. But, um, but yeah, he's all of those skeletons are wired uh, to hold them in place, which I thought was like a really interesting element. Um, And uh, the number of times I've seen like (laughs) someone, someone find a skeleton that's exactly arranged in the way it was. (laughs)
1: Jack, I don't know about you, but I'm adding Jim to our my creep list now.
2: Yeah, he knows <laughs> the mere that, fact the fact that he knows, he knows that,
1: knows
2: that. He's, uh, he's he's jumped you know, ahead of you suddenly. Has it's seen to his like be recently? <laughs> yeah, I haven't even
0: seen my neighbors recently. <laughs> <And laughs> have, have you, you ever been met Lacey? I'm sorry.
2: <laughs>
0: my neighbor's house has uh, been empty for months now that I think about it. Uh <laughs>
2: I'm starting to wonder.
0: I don't. I don't think uh, I'm really. I, I don't think that's a really deep dive information about human anatomy that <laughs> you might be suggesting.
2: <laughs> now, was there any Canada spotting?
0: Uh, I had no Canada spotting for this one.
2: No Canada spotting because I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Canada. The way the, the look that looked like a Vancouver setting to me it
0: it does have that it does have that uh that feeling to it
1: uh, most of it was indoors so canon yeah. spotting would be like you'd have to have been in that specific house <laughs> yeah
2: i thought maybe the old woman you recognized from something
0: <laughs> i didn't I didn't have any of those yeah i didn't have any of those in this i uh the, the one the one actor besides george wendell i did recognize uh i know from Uh, from American films so uh, he is American too Matt Kiesler who's the the neighbor husband um, uh, he played uh, uh, Fade in the tv miniseries of Dune so the part that was played by Sting in the movie and will be played by Austin Butler nice crowd to be in that guy
2: yeah no just looking him up right here and uh he's uh retired from acting oh is he yeah, he's fifty years old. He's retired from acting. He's a certified physician assistant.
0: Wow. So, so yeah. he he did this, and then he's like, "I think medicine is where I belong."
2: Um, I, looks, I, I didn't
0: yeah. I didn't go to medical school, but I played one in a TV movie one time.
2: Yeah, I played. Yeah, he plays the <laughs> doctor in this. So, uh, yeah, his last uh, he's done since 2010. He's done one thing. Uh, one episode of uh, Grimm. So that's it.
1: I now want to know if he played a doctor in that too.
2: Uh, <laughs> his name was Sven Gunderson in that, in that. So just based on it, he was a Viking.
0: Sven Gunderson. I, I thought it'd be a good guess, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what? He played Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. or Jekyll is it Jekyll? Uh
0: that that that's the proper spelling of Jekyll, yeah.
2: Yeah, and uh he played Dr. Henry Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in the 2007 adaptation of Jekyll with uh yeah, he was uh, the lead in that. So he has played a doc- doctor more than once. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Hmm. Ooh, at a 3.6 on IMDb. I wonder if maybe I'll look that one up. Uh, yeah that's good right <laughs> that definitely <laughs> should float to the top of my list um, but not i mean king of the ants actually is going to float there going to get uh, right into the queue uh,
2: after oh that. king of the ants got to find that now <laughs> but I mean, again you found uh what is it uh jesus christ meets hitler i mean if you can find but, that just you watch can that. Find anything just,
0: just did watch that between the last time we recorded and now I uh, did finally watch uh, uh Hitler Meets Jesus and uh uh by Michael Moriarty and uh it's it's a really interesting piece. It's uh it's basically his stage play um with uh uh done in um uh Can a shot in Canada takes place in Canada and uh yeah it's uh it's an interesting little piece for what it is. Um
2: Okay. So yeah, it doesn't we're, you we're, make we're, it sound like it's not crazy and yeah I wouldn't there. say
0: no. No, it's, it's it, w- it would not nice. chart at all. It's a, it's uh I mean it's a lot of over the top. I mean it's Michael Moriarty so like the he's chewing up some scenery. Um and he's well, yes. He's performing the size of, size of a stage performer for a 16 millimeter film, so (laughs) so it's a little big.
2: It's a little. But I was hoping it would be, you know, since he seems to have taken a break from reality himself, in some ways. I was hoping for some of that.
0: Well, I mean, I think the premise itself, like one, the premise itself is is kind of nuts. So once you absorb the premise, like the the piece itself isn't doesn't seem as crazy. If you were just handed it and started watching it, I think it would be. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I know when we, we were all when we all heard the title um we were like
2: <laughs> just we're the all title,
0: yeah just the concept itself was was uh wacky so um but yeah, if you can track it down i I had to go deep into the 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 uh the gray web to find that one all right, any last thoughts on family?
2: No, good episode, but it won't be one that I will go back and watch again, likely. Just one I enjoyed at this time. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I think it was subtle enough that a couple months from now you might start thinking about it. and Just want to check it out again. Um, There's a lot of little details in there.
2: Well, we know James will. James will be like, <laughs> how was it he kept those skeletons together again? <laughs>
1: I, I think a Family Man would have been a better title than Family, but... Oh, that is a good title.
0: <laughs> I, I wonder what a fan edit of Makes this Makes it sound series. like he's
2: in the Mafia. I,
0: I'd like to do... I might do a fan edit of this that like cuts out all of the extra characters. It's just him wandering <laughs> around. <laughs> Any other character. Any time that someone really speaks to him. <laughs>
2: You got to keep in the lewd statement said to him because those were awesome. Yeah,
0: just cut it out with no context, and then put it away for years well, I don't remember what the context was. Uh,
2: I bet you have a massive penis. I don't know where. Yeah. I love that. You know, it just occurred to me he's having a break from reality and she's saying things like you know you got a huge hog and whatever and, and this guy he certainly either he does or he thinks well of himself
0: is <laughs> uh yeah how people talk to him is really unusual <laughs> cuz what's yeah when you're given that content like when you when you reverse that context of like how many things are said to him that didn't happen. Like, so, so yeah, he said all of those things to himself. <laughs> yeah.
2: <imagine> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs>
0: Like I'm going to make you come so good and it. And I'm like, it's a weird thing to say. Like, that's a, yeah. just a strange phrasing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was hot, but. <laughs>
0: But but it's yeah when you but when yeah, you but when, when you think of on, it
2: he's thinking it to himself it's not so yeah. hot anymore
0: yeah it's a weird, it's just a weird thing to say <laughs> oh that's an amazing lens to put on it
1: wait yeah. are you saying in your own fantasy life that you give yourself a smaller penis <laughs> oh,
2: I I'd like to think it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> felt no sense and disappointed myself by actually looking <laughs> down but
1: <laughs>
0: uh. all right well let's wrap up this one that we had a lot of obviously had a lot of laughs talking about this one and and uh, a lot of enjoyment watching it so put this one into the uh into the key pile of masters of horror sealess for sure and uh so uh, we are uh, well into season two now. Uh, next episode, we will be talking about season two, episode three, the V word. And uh, you've got till next time to guess what the V word is.
2: It's not virgin. <laughs> well, that is scary.
0: From Jack and Nick and from myself, Jim, uh, please follow us on Instagram and subscribe on YouTube to our channel. And uh, we're also on your favorite podcast app. Uh, And uh, we're sponsored by We Talk Podcasts, home of the Octagon, uh, which has all of our our back catalog and uh, has a searchable Uh, list of all the films that we've covered on the cult film showdown and we are also on patreon so you can if you want to chip in and pay for my uh brick mailbox uh because i have a need for one right away uh you can do that on patreon.com and search cult film showdown
2: yeah and i'm sorry about the uh all the other podcasts on that feed that aren't supposed to be there (laughs) <laughs> but i, th- we I, think, that, I
0: think that we've yeah well last i checked i think we're i think we're on track with it but listen to anything that shows up
2: oh yeah what the hell listen to it all and uh twice
0: yeah